I was fortunate enough to speak at the Product Elevation Conference this year, 2022. And whilst I was there, I heard some brilliant talks. So brilliant that I grabbed a few speakers after their talks and asked them to summarise their talk in 10. When you're done listening, make sure you share this episode with at least one other person. Content this should, shouldn't keep it to yourself. We are here with James Mays at the Product Elevation Conference 2022 in Dublin. And we're here to do another Talk in 10. So James, thank you very much for coming along. Uh, Would you mind sharing with the listeners a little bit about yourself and your talk, please? Sure thing. So um, I've been with Mind the Product for the last 12 years or so. I was one of the co-founders, bringing together the world's largest community of product managers through training, conferences, meetups, podcasts, and all sorts. Um, And we exited that business earlier this year to Pendo. Um, Prior to that, I had a a less spoken about career in the world of tech recruitment, which certainly taught me a a thing or two and was time well spent. Um, So yesterday's talk was actually bringing together a couple of those two elements of my career. Um, I get often asked by product managers, hey, I need a mentor. Can, I, can you help me find a mentor? And I believe that that model is a little bit broken and not necessarily fit for purpose. Mm. So we got stuck into that and tried to find some alternative ways to solve that challenge. Oh, I wish I'd been there. <laughs> I wish I'd been there. No, product uh, mentoring in the product space is something that I get asked about a lot. Yeah. And it's something which I'm um, starting something up in the new year of uh, mentoring circles mm-hmm. with some product leaders that I know to helping other people kind of get an insight into it so I wish I could have heard I wish I could have been there but maybe you can kind of enlighten me a little bit as well, to what your talk we'll, was about we'll, I'll, I'll certainly be sharing the slides online and I think the uh, the recording of the talk will be released anyway ah, so brilliant. it should be available but fundamentally I think there are there are two challenges with it right I mean Mind the Product did an exercise a few years ago to look at mentoring circles and see what we could do and 103 people replied and said yes I need a mentor and many of them were VPs and CPOs mm. only two said they had the time available to be a mentor. There's a mismatch right there. And a lot of people just get scared by the commitment of, will you be my mentor? Ooh, I'm not sure I have the time for that. I can't commit to it. Um, and I think the second aspect to it is that the product role is somewhat diverse. I mean, you go back 10, 15 years, sure, most of the focus was on backlogs and roadmaps. And you look at it now, and there's go-to-market strategy, there's competitive analysis, there's pricing strategy, there's hiring, there's building teams, there's changing company culture to be more product-led, all of these things. The role is so much more diverse. So I would argue, do you need one mentor, or do you need a series of advisors that you can call on with the right challenges at the right time? Mm-hmm. And how might you build out that network? So that was what I was digging into. Um, hence the mix of a little bit of product thinking, what problem are you trying to solve? And then a little bit of recruiter thinking of where are you going to find these people and how are you going to gain that level of relationship where I can come to you with an ask? Mm-hmm. So what was the grand reveal? Uh, the grand reveal actually comes in a few weeks' time. I'm doing a little bit of work at the moment and there'll be a, te- there'll be a template I'm actually releasing to help people put this together for themselves. Um, but fundamentally what I want people to do is to stop asking for a mentor and start building relationships with people who actually have the experience and the ability to help guide through the tricky challenges. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, putting themselves out there a little bit to tell their stories and share their wisdom builds those relationships. Now, you specialize in the coaching space, right? I don't know much about coaching. But I've just spent this last five, six minutes recording a little podcast interview with you. I reckon if I tap on your door in a couple of weeks' time and say, hey, Ben, I've got a question about coaching. Could you give me a tip of a a little bit of advice around this area? I suspect you quite happily say, sure, how can I help you solve that problem? And you give me 10 minutes of your time, right? But I'm also incredibly promiscuous. (laughs) So I I will will pretty much open the door to anyone. I think most, a lot of people know that about me. But no, I think most people are more discerning. Than that, uh, so no, you're right. It's building that connection. It's get, connection. Give, opens a, opens a door a little bit. So when yeah. you knock on it, it's not a. It's, it's, it's like you, you want to be knocking on a door that you can easily push open, mm. not a door that you need to batter down. Um, and a lot of people, the first question out of their mouth. 
is, hey, would you be my mentor? Well, why? We've got no relationship. We've got nothing to draw on here. Yeah. But if I've spent the last couple of months engaging with you on Twitter or occasionally sharing your blog parts, your blogs, or you know, replying to comments about your podcast, things like that, we've now got some kind of background relationship. And if I just ping you with one simple question, chances are you'll find five minutes to at least provide me some guidance. And it might just be, hey, you should check out this book or go read that site. Mm. But that's the guidance I need to get me over that problem. Yeah. So I want to introduce more structured ways of thinking about that and helping put helping people put together uh, sort of the place, the ways that they can approach this, uh, the ways that they can build it out with some sort of stability. Okay, interesting. So maybe tangentially, and let me just verify I've understood it properly in the first place. We said if if you go on social media and there's people on there that you you like what they're saying, you see that they're experienced and you're commenting, you're resharing, you are kind of upping their, upping their credit, say, mm-hmm. on LinkedIn or Twitter, and you're feeding into them, but they're effectively their marketing machine. Yeah. I mean, that's a lot of it. I was saying to someone earlier that, generally speaking, I'm guessing lots of people go on social media, one for marketing and or to help kind of bolster some kind of ego fragility or something. I know that's the reason yeah, that I go on absolutely. it. Right? We, we, want, we want to feel good. We want to get that attention. So we're saying if we can hook into those desires on people, actually it can become, uh, it can become reciprocal. So actually, even though we are helping them grow their business or grow their profile, we can then build the connection so we can get something in return. So when we knock on the door, there's something there. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's, it's, it, it's no more complicated than simply paying it forward. Yeah. I'm doing you a favour now. I'm helping you spread your message right now because at some point in the future, I might need a couple of minutes of your advice. Yeah. Just pay it forward. But take it a step prior to that. This is the, pro- the, the product thinking again. What problem are you trying to solve? Now, maybe you need a coach on the discovery side. Yeah. But maybe you also need one on the road mapping side. Or maybe you need one on the team development and coaching side. So it's mapping that out to start with and saying, which are the different areas in which I might need support over the next couple of years in my career? And then you're not just being promiscuous across social and promoting everybody <laughs> and turning into this massive marketing megaphone, yeah. but you're actually saying, look, these are the eight people that I think might be useful to me in answering some questions over the next few years. Let's pay it forwards and figure out how I can help them amplify their message right now so that they'll take my call when I need it. Lovely. And you've got a template coming out for this, you were saying? I'm working on a template with uh, a collaborator at the moment. Um, okay. now, product managers love a canvas, right? You've got your oh, business course. canvas, you've got your business model canvas, you've yeah. got your product, product vision canvas. Like, shit ain't real to a canvas for it, surely. Absolutely. So we're doing a little bit of work at the moment to put together a personal advisory canvas. Um, and we'll get that out some point in the next couple of weeks. And you know, it's not going to be something that's attached to a book or yeah. buy this workshop or whatever. It's just going to be a structured way of thinking about this that hopefully helps product people navigate some of the more difficult points in their career by putting together the structure of support that they need okay. uh, but we'll get that out in the next few next few weeks and I'll chuck that up on LinkedIn or whatever so if anybody wants to see one that drops come find me on LinkedIn come find me on Twitter I'm not hard to find brilliant I'll make sure those links are in the description uh, final question have you come across any canvases for canvases yet? <laughs> I have not but doing the research on this I did get someone ping me back and said hey there's no OKRs canvas yet who wants to do that for me so uh, um, there's, oh, there must be an OKR canvas not. really so I pinged that to a few other people and said hey if you're looking for something fun to play with OKRs canvas I think there's a need oh nice <laughs> I'm going to start working my canvas canvas at some point there you go there's got to be a canvas canvases right where's <laughs> the canvas that helps you build a canvas that's well, exactly need. that's what I want that's yeah. what, that's what I, need. I need guidance on there my canvas go. building surely <laughs> as always these things get super meta <laughs> <laughs> well James thank you so much for taking this time out your your busy day I know you're shooting off soon so I really appreciate you taking this time is there anything else you'd like to share with listeners before we uh, disappear uh, I think 
The, yeah, actually, you know what? I'll give you the, the bonus slide that you missed oh. yesterday. Um, I get a lot of people coming to me and asking, how do I find junior product managers? How can I hire new people in this industry? What am I looking for? And I would say, firstly, you want the, t- the right two personal attributes. And for a junior product manager, I'm going to go with curiosity and resilience. You need those two things in spades as a new product manager. Um, if you go and ask your engineering team, who do you know in customer success by name? That engineer gives you a name. What you've just found is somebody in customer success who cares deeply enough about customer problems to go harass engineers and is not scared of talking to engineering. Mm. Right there, that feels like a junior product manager in the making. And they're already in your business. They understand your product. They understand your customers. They understand your verticals. Go have that conversation. Brilliant tip. James, (laughs) thank you so much. Have a safe flight home. My pleasure. Cheers, Ben. Fantastic. I really enjoy recording these episodes at conferences. If you enjoy listening to them, make sure you let me know via social media, tagging me, Ben Maynard, or the podcast, so that we can thank you personally, or find out what you didn't like. Until next time, I've been Ben Maynard.